You're listening to Renegade Talk Radio. And the risk of these vaccines that have now been given to literally billions of people in in the sense of global use of the vaccine is really quite safe. So we know myocarditis with COVID is very rare. Uh, and, And then with the vaccines, there was an explosion of myocarditis, thousands of cases reported in the CDC, fatal cases, paper by Holscher and colleagues, I'm the senior author, shows autopsy-proven fatal cases of myocarditis never happened with COVID. So Fauci, again, is misleading the public, trying to downplay COVID vaccine myocarditis. It's a killer. In a new letter, Oversight Committee Republican Brad Wenstrup claims that, quote, information provided suggests that Dr. Fauci was escorted into Central Intelligence Agency headquarters without a record of entry and participated in the analysis to influence the agency's review of the origins of COVID-19. Congressional subpoenas and documents that have come in as they dig into gain of function in the COVID response and myocarditis and blood clots and infertility, that it's come out that Fauci quarterbacked and commanded with the Rockefeller Foundation and the Carnegie Endowment via the CIA, the worldwide disinformation response that COVID didn't come out of a lab and then later that the shots worked and then quarterbacking censorship through the intelligence agencies of the world and then through big tech. Now, this is coming out in Congress and it's a big, big deal that they specifically knew that it was causing massive heart attacks, blood clots, strokes, myocarditis. Double vaxxed, booster, flu shot, and I'm going to be honest, I have the shingle shot too. Never got COVID. Clearly, Jesus loves me the most. Seriously. So nice. So nice. And that half of those that develop this type of myocarditis would be dead within 10 years, most of them within five. And they had these meetings. Yeah, well, this is a situation where the whistleblower actually came to us. This whistleblower works at the CIA, was a high-level employee there, had been there for many years. He reached out to our intelligence committee in the House of Representatives, and then he also reached out to the select subcommittee on the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, The CIA put together a team called the COVID Discovery Team, and this team consisted of seven people with scientific backgrounds. Six of the seven, at the end of the day, came forward and they said with some confidence that they felt that COVID originated from a lab, a lab in China. The lead person felt that it came from nature. What he is alleging is that also with some monetary compensation, their minds were changed, if you will, and they went from leaning towards the lab, but coming out and saying that the CIA was unable to determine where this came from. The big question in all this comes to is why? Why would this this take place at all? We were actually trading uh, China advanced biotechnology for access to collect intelligence on their bioweapons laboratory. Uh, including Dr. Peter Daszak telling me that he's working with the CIA. What is it? So Dr. Peter Daszak is working was working with the CIA. Is that what you just said? Correct. And even people in the CIA, and this is coming out, said this is illegal what we're doing. Now, look, people don't seem to care when I tell you about something after it happens. But, but if you're a new viewer, I've probably said in the last three and a half years that the CIA is running all this with the Carnegie and Rockefeller Foundation about 2,000 times conservatively. Fauci's above the CIA. 
He's a Ford Foundation, Carnegie, Rockefeller Foundation, eugenics leader. Those are the top foundations that put the people through college, put them in their foundations, then put them in regulatory agencies, then put them back in the foundations, and then start putting them in big pharma. That's why all of the FDA board members are former board members or presidents or heads of the board of Pfizer, Moderna, J&J, Bayer, AstraZeneca. I mean, every damn one of them. But the people at the Rockefeller Foundation and the Carnegie Endowment level, they know what's going on. Remember I told you decades ago, the Carnegie Endowment's at the top of the pyramid. And the rich people got together about 120 years ago, 125 years ago, and they said, let's take over society, take over medicine, set up a world government, and then slowly poison everybody to death. And, and Hitler was like a false start for them or a spinoff. It was like a trailer that didn't get the full season. But we're now experiencing... The full production now, the fancy, slick, covert, camouflaged, crazy town. It's Tuesday, October 3rd, year of our Lord, 2023. And you're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the American Journal. I'm your host, Harrison Smith, coming to you live from the Austin, Texas headquarters of InfoWars on this Tuesday morning. Hope everybody's doing well. We have a heck of a lot of stuff to talk about today. Some very, very interesting videos to show you as well. We're talking about invasion, of course, and we're talking about what you saw in that uh, first little segment there, the fact that the COVID lie is becoming unraveled. Finally, here three and a half years after InfoWars first told the story, it's finally being picked up by mainstream media, of all things. And the awakening is well and truly on. A lot of things in flux right now. A lot of things, I don't know, building up to something, I think. The war in Ukraine making a major change. World Economic Forum is meeting as we speak in Davos. The invasion that's taking place across the Western world is reaching intolerable levels. It really feels like everything is building up to something. We'll, we'll wonder about what that something might be. We'll be joined in the second hour by Joe Wakili of the Connect Those Dots podcast, and of course, we'll be taking your calls throughout the show as well, probably mostly in the third hour today, so stay tuned for that. But first, we'll begin, as we do every day, with our Daily Dispatch. All right, folks, here it is, your Daily Dispatch for Tuesday, the 3rd of October, 2023. The Pentagon warns Congress it's running low on money to replace weapons sent to Ukraine. Pentagon is warning Congress that it's running low on money to replace weapons the U.S. has sent to Ukraine and has already been forced to slow down resupplying some troops, according to a letter sent to congressional leaders. The letter obtained by Associated Press urges Congress to replenish funding for Ukraine. Congress averted a government shutdown by passing a short-term funding bill over the weekend, but the measure dropped all assistance for Ukraine in the battle against Russia. <laughs> okay. I mean, I guess, you know, it's like, well, we've given you $200 billion. 
Where is it gone? There's like, bah, we have like a billion left. We have like a little over a billion left. So like, quick, we need more now. Now, we need more now. Give us more now. And it's just like, you, we've given you more than you could ever possibly deserve. If you can't get the job done with $200 billion, maybe the job will never get done. Maybe you need to pack it in. Maybe this was all a waste. Maybe, once again, InfoWars was right, and this has all been a ridiculous boondoggle that's cost the American taxpayers. I don't know. I, I, I don't think dollars is the right way to uh, put things. Uh, maybe there's a different currency we could be talking. Maybe there's a different uh, you know, thing we could uh, – way we could be expressing this how many millions of schools have we sent to ukraine how many millions of new buses how many thousands upon thousands of miles of road could we have redone here in america how many airports could we have built how many airports have we sent to ukraine five million i mean it's impossible to uh, even calculate the amount of money that has been drained from america sent to ukraine and the response is the inevitable it's not enough it's not enough we need more it's not enough they have $1.6 billion left of the $25.9 billion Congress provided to replenish U.S. military stocks that have been flowing to Ukraine. The weapons include millions of rounds of artillery, rockets, and missiles critical to Ukraine's counteroffensive aimed at taking back territory gained by Russia in the war. That's been going on for months and has achieved absolutely nothing except to kill and maim millions or thousands of people. And, of course, the big news on top of this is that we don't have any weapons left. See, we have spent all of our weapons. We've sent all of our weapons. We don't have money or supplies to actually arm ourselves. So wonder if, uh, wonder if China's aware of that. I wonder if China's taking that into consideration as we keep being told, like, Lindsey Graham this weekend – you know, sat there on the Sunday shows saying, if we don't win in Ukraine, you can kiss Taiwan goodbye. That's going to embolden China. And it's like, what do you think? How do you think China feels about the fact that we are disarming ourselves to support Ukraine? You think uh, that's coming into effect? You think that's making everything safer? Or do you think you're all ridiculous failures whose complete incompetence will lead to God knows how many people's lives being destroyed or at least ruined? And it really is incredible. It really is incredible, isn't it? It's like if you go to like a you go to like a fair with your kid, a carnival or something. You're like, okay, now you're gonna go buy tickets and be responsible. It's like well, I'm giving you a lot of money now. I'm giving you a hundred dollars. I'm gonna give you a hundred dollars. It's got to last all day. They come back like five minutes later with a dollar, and they're like, it's gone. It's all gone. All the money's gone. What did you spend it on? I just – I played the ball ring game 50 times. It's gone. Now all the money has gone. OK. Well, that's all the money you get, right? We go home now. That's what happens at the end of that. But no, we're not going to go home. Money doesn't exist. It's made up from nothing. They'll keep pumping it in by the billions until everyone's dead. Meanwhile, leftist journalists who downplayed violent crime gunned down in his Philly home. Now, look, I don't ever like to celebrate death, You know, whether it's Diane Feinstein – this weird guy, I don't, I don't like to, um, just not, not somebody who celebrates death. But I will revel in it. I will revel in this. I think we can all revel a little bit, right? There's nothing wrong with a good innocent reveling. Josh Kruger, a leftist journalist and activist who was based in Philadelphia, was shot and killed inside his home on Monday. Kruger had a long history of downplaying violent crime in the city often openly mocking those who expressed concerns about homicides in Philadelphia. 
quote, look, it's that lawless land of liberals in Philly where shootings are dot, 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 dropping to levels not seen in years, read a past post by Kruger. Some idiot just said you're more likely to get shot and killed than die of COVID in Philly to make some insensitive rhetorical point for his side. Folks, four times as many Philadelphians have died of COVID than gunshots this year. I understand math is hard, but do better, said another. It was like, that's not, still not a good number. That's still not a good number at all. Yeah, like even a little bit, but that's fine. Uh, just like two days ago, he was mocking... Uh, Scott Adams of Dilbert fame for saying that, you know, you should get out of Philadelphia because it's dangerous. And uh, now he's been shot many, many times. And we don't really have any uh, info on this. They don't even have a a suspect. So it's likely they'll never find the guy because the city is so overwhelmed with crime because of activists like this journalist who spend all of their time uh, mocking people and discrediting people who simply want to live in a safe city and not be murdered in their own homes. And now he's been murdered in his own home. So feel bad for the guy. He seems like a miserable person. He's the type of guy that's always just like acting superior and condescending to everybody else. Then like every like 10th tweet is just like, I keep listening to Simon and Garfunkel and crying uncontrollably. Lol. Hashtag cat life. And it's just like, oh, God. Oh, geez. Maybe you should um, stop being so miserable and taking out your you know, internal anger on everybody else. Uh, meanwhile, uh, the exact same story happened in New York. Advocate stabbed to death by unhinged stranger while waiting for Brooklyn bus with girlfriend. An advocate with a blossoming career influencing public policy was stabbed to death by an unhinged stranger while waiting for a Brooklyn bus early Monday on the way home from a wedding with his girlfriend, police sources said. Ryan Carson worked as a senior solid waste campaign director at the nonprofit New York Public Interest Research Group in 2021. Separate from that work, he walked 350 miles across New York State to pressure then-Governor Andrew Cuomo into legalizing safe drug, safe drug injection sites throughout New York. He was another anti-cop. Uh, anti-law and order activist who is now the victim of his own advocacy. Terrible to see, but not exactly unexpected. And we have this. Pope Francis softens Vatican's ban on blessing gay couples. Pope Francis softened the Vatican's ban on blessing same-sex couples, saying that priests at the Vatican are all gay, so it just makes sense. Finally, we have this. Trump attorney Says the judge yesterday, Trump appeared in court. The judge conceded that the statute of limitations are in effect. All transactions that closed prior to 2014, that is 80% of Letitia James's case against Trump, are now thrown out of the case. President Trump and his lawyers on Monday spoke to the press outside of New York City courthouse after the conclusion of the opening day non-jury trial in a civil fraud case brought by Stalinist Letitia James. Now, 80% of that case has been thrown out because, once again, it was a ridiculous snipe hunt to try to destroy Donald Trump, and it's failed. Have you tried taking the real red pill? A -a one-of-a-kind heart and brain formula designed exclusively for InfoWarsStore.com. One of the most powerful ingredients in Real Red Pill Plus is pregnanolone. 
Pregnenolone levels decrease with age, and low levels are associated with fatigue, low brain function, and unhealthy aging. The Real Red Pill Plus also provides essential trace minerals, such as vitamin B12, calcium, copper, and zinc. Featuring naturally occurring L-theanine, caffeine, and theobromine, the energy blend inside the Real Red Pill Plus provides an extra pick-me-up for your day that goes beyond the second cup of coffee. So visit InfoWarsStore.com, go down the rabbit hole, and try taking the real red pill. Now 25% off for a limited time at InfoWarsStore.com. Bodies is back. The ultimate turmeric product on the market has returned to InfoWarsStore.com and is now 25% off for a limited time. Utilized for thousands of years, turmeric is one of the most studied medicinal herbs today. Hundreds of peer-reviewed scientific articles are published every year on the chemistry and therapeutic potential of turmeric and its active components. Bodies will reduce inflammation throughout the body, help boost and support flexibility, increase mobility, assist in joint function, bolster your immune system, and so much more. Regular turmeric from the store contains about 1-5% to of the active ingredient curcuminoids, but our super-powerful extract using bodies contains over 95% of the active ingredient in turmeric. No other product can compare with this curcuminoid delivery system. So if you want to put the true power of turmeric to the test, then look no further. Grab yourself a bottle today for 25% off at InfoWarsStore.com and put your body at ease. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the American Journal. We have just a ridiculous amount of stuff to talk about today. The World Economic Forum is meeting as we speak. I believe in Davos, Switzerland. Who knows where they're meeting today? What elite conclave they're occupying at this moment? We'll cover some of what they're talking about as again they're in this sort of bizarre situation where they have to be public about what they're doing but what they're doing is devious and deceitful so sort of stuck in a bind because they have to get everybody on board they have to get everybody on the same page like with the water scheme that they're running now turned out vaccines weren't quite as compelling as they thought they were going to be that plan failed so now they're going with we'll shut off the water if you disobey us and uh they're having to make that known to everybody because they got to get everybody on board with it. The only problem is people like us are watching and we're letting everybody know what a ridiculous scam this all is. And you just have to ask the question, like, when will we be listened to? How much does it take? Like, honestly, what do we have to do? How often do we have to be right about everything? It really is like a valid question. It's very frustrating. The fact that we, we go through this same cycle over and over and over again where the mainstream media, culture, world economic forum, deep state, monolithic monster hydra comes out with some new talking point. We simply look at it in an objective, unbiased way, 
Because after all, they can be right about things sometimes. Hey, sometimes they can be right about things. And so if that's the case, then we'll say that's the case. The problem is every time you look at one of these things with a critical, unbiased, but skeptical eye, you realize that it's total hogwash. So they come out with a talking point. We point out how it's complete nonsense and how their solution, so-called, will just make everything worse. We have to go through this for like two or three years where we keep being right, they keep being wrong, and then they call us terrible people and domestic terrorists and racists and bigots and hateful and all like all of these horrible words because they can't actually argue with us because they are actually wrong. So they have to just try to smear and uh, demonize us. And then eventually, like two or three years later, they go, gee, you know, you guys were right about everything. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that so crazy how like now that it's been two years and all of the you know, frightening you know, aspects of this are, are over and we can actually calm down and think clearly, we realize you guys were right the whole time. But it's never really in that sort of attitude, is it? It's always as if we're all learning this all together. And yes, we have a new example of this, but it's everything really, isn't it? I mean, the COVID lab leak, the vaccine. I mean, I can go through the list as I always do over and over, like all of these things we've been proven right about. And now there's just mainstream news articles saying the COVID cover-up, how Fauci and the CIA destroyed science, right? As if we weren't saying that the whole time. But it's the war in Ukraine. It's the, I mean, it's just, it's literally, it's literally everything. The, the defund the police crime wave movement, the illegal immigration that is now coming home to roost in the sanctuary cities that, again, we're happy to call us racist, uh, racist bigoted xenophobes when it was convenient. And now that they see that we're right, where's the apology? Where's the acknowledgement? Where is the lesson being learned where you go, gee, every time these guys say something, we call them names, we make fun of them, we try to bully them into shutting up, they don't, and then they're right. Maybe we should listen to them from the start. Maybe at the very beginning of this catastrophe, we could have listened to the people that keep being right, and maybe just give them the benefit of the doubt. Maybe just let us, like, have a turn being right every once in a while. Maybe just... You know, to listen, like reform the way that you view things, like understand that the people that lie to you about everything over and over every single time are going to do it again next time in exactly the same way. Please don't fall for it over and over every single time. It's the same every single time. It happens over and over and over. Please, for the love of God, can you not just give us the benefit of the doubt since we are right every time over and over nonstop continuously? Please, for the love of God, like how many times, how many times do we have to be right? And, of course, all of this is just leading up to this headline from The Telegraph. Try to calm down. It is one of the most infuriating headlines I've ever seen in my entire life. Quote, it's time to admit it. Black Lives Matter hysteria made fools of us all. Oh, did it? Oh, did it make fools of all of us? (laughs) Or were some of us not fooled at all in the slightest? Did some of us know exactly what this was about and exactly what was going on and didn't even for a moment hesitate to condemn this obviously communistic, anti-white, racist movement? Honestly, there it's it's like worse than anything. Like I just just picture like I've said it before, the left, if you want to characterize the left it's basically just like the worst girlfriend you've ever had or could ever have or anybody's ever had, right? Where 
Like you can just imagine you're just arguing about something just like where's the TV remote and you're just like, yeah, I'm pretty sure uh, you, you left it on top of the refrigerator and you just have this big blowout fight where it's just like she's just like scream. You always blame me. And then at the end, it's like you find it on top of the refrigerator and she's just like, wow, we both found the remote is that we were both wrong. <laughs> it's like, no, no, I was right. I was it, it's like it's worse than if they just were to keep being petulant, this idea where like they act like we're all coming to this conclusion, like they ignore us and condemn us and spit the most vile hate at us. We have to just like keep trudging on just keep being like, OK, but we're right. OK, but we actually are correct about this. Please stop yelling at me. I'm just trying to inform you of what's going on. And after we get abused and we get assaulted in some cases and, and just in general dehumanized, demonized. Uh, smeared, uh, you know, sued, whatever it is, uh, then it finally comes around to we were right the whole time, and instead of, like, apologizing or, you know, something, some acknowledgement that they mistreated us and uh, were wrong the whole time, instead, they act like we're all just coming to this realization. <laughs> we all got confused. None of us knew the remote was on the refrigerator. It's like, really? Because I was yelling that. I, that's what I was yelling, actually, the whole time. So what do you mean we all got fooled? What do you mean we all are just realizing this all at once? You psycho, you, you're like, you're psychos. You're psychos. You're, you're all com- t- complete and total psychopaths with mental illnesses, like with some sort of short-term memory dysfunction that uh, makes living with or near you impossible because y- you make everything worse for everyone. Here's what they say. Remember Black Lives Matter protest in Bristol, the one where the mob tipped the statue into the harbor? In court this week, one of its organizers admitted fraud after $30,000 or British pounds in donation from Black Lives Matter supporters went missing. Those donors will be shaking their heads, but I suspect they won't be the only ones because three years on, it feels like an appropriate time to reflect on what happened during that mad summer of 2020 and to ask, what exactly came over us? Well, who are you going to ask? Who are you going to ask? You, you, people you should be asking is us, the people that the entire time were saying, we know what is coming over you. It's called mass formation psychosis. It's called you're insane. It's called hatred and anti-white bigotry. And, uh, you know, uh, if you want to call it anti-fascist when it is, in fact, communist, socialistic, cultural destruction during a genocide. That's what came over you. If you think you can just turn around now and act like you didn't realize this was going on. Well, you got another thing coming. We'll be right back. My fellow patriots, the trifecta has not been in stock for years. Many of these products have been sold out for years, but we've not had all three of them at once together at InfoWarsStore.com for 40% off. This is your best opportunity at the lowest price to support the broadcast, but more importantly, experience DNA Force Plus, Real Red Pill Plus, and Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula. All three of these products are back in stock right now for a limited time at 40% off. It would take me an hour to tell you about what's in DNA Force Plus or Real Red Pill Plus or Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula. Go to InfoWarsStore.com, read about these products, find out why they're so game-changing, and get yours today. DNA Force Plus, Real Red Pill Plus, Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula, all three back in stock. It's the trifecta sale, 40% off for a limited time at InfoWarsStore.com, and it keeps us on air. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today.
You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Hey guys, remember when we wanted to put you all in concentration camps? Wasn't that crazy? Wasn't that crazy when we fired you from your job and made your grandma die alone while we kept you outside of the hospital because of COVID measures that weren't necessary? Wasn't that nuts? That was so crazy when that happened. Remember we defunded the police and made the, the murder rate skyrocket? Remember we tore down the statues of your heroes and melted them down and reformed them into a big statue of a butthole for AIDS victims? Wasn't that nut? That wasn't that crazy? What came over us? What came over all of us when we were doing that and you were saying not to, but we were calling you names and then you know beating you if you tried to uh, organize an opposition? Wasn't that nut? Remember we sent you to jail for that? Wasn't that crazy? We're so over that now. Anyway, we forgive you. We forgive you for trying to stop us from doing the thing that was a terrible idea we all recognize now. So now we can all get over it and move on together. Isn't that convenient? Isn't that nice? Isn't it fun when the people that abuse and humiliate and just revile us uh, get to realize that they were wrong the whole time and then we're just all over it all of a sudden? Isn't that fun? Isn't that cool how that works? (laughs) Yeah, no. Not going to happen. No, you people are going to fall for exactly the same thing. Like this is the really troubling part. They're going to fall for exactly the same thing next time it rolls out. Just hook, line, and sinker. They're going to learn no lessons. They're going to have no skepticism whatsoever about what they're being told next time. It's going to be exactly the same thing over and over and over again. I don't get it. I don't understand. I I mean – are these people not humiliated? They should be humiliated. Their failure to recognize reality is a humiliating thing for all of us, but for them especially. Like I want everybody to know, if you're listening to me right now and you actually fell for the Black Lives Matter riots or the, the COVID fear-mongering or the war in Ukraine or the war in Iraq for that matter, if you've fallen for any of this, we are laughing at you. All of us over here that keep being right, we are laughing and mocking and humiliating you behind your back. So you should be ashamed of yourself. Uh, you should be embarrassed. You should – next time you want to speak up and, and you know rally for something and be an outspoken advocate for something, you should think back to the la- last time you were a, a outspoken um, advocate for something. And think about how humiliating it is that that thing was totally wrong the whole time, that you yelled at your friends and family, and that you uh, stopped talking to some members of your family, even though you were absolutely wrong, it turns out. And now it's time for you to humble yourself and uh, offer a sincere apology and learn your lesson and not fall for it next time. That's what needs to happen. That's what has to, ha- has to happen. Like it's absolutely necessary for us to move forward. And uh, we're gracious. We'll, we'll accept your apology, but just know that – when you're wrong about all of this stuff, uh, you know, part of us, yes, we're over here fuming at you. We're very angry this is happening because it is our life and our country and our heritage and our everything that you're destroying. So we're, we're mad about that, obviously. Uh, but a much larger part of it is us just laughing, mocking, and um, humiliating you. So if you don't want to be humiliated, stop being an idiot. If you don't want to, uh, all of us who are right every time to be laughing and mocking you, and um, having a great time without you, then maybe next time just don't do the thing that the mainstream media says is right because they're always wrong. They keep being wrong, and they won't stop being wrong until you stop listening to them. That's the way this works. Again, this article, it's a short one, a ridiculous one, but it's, it's short and ridiculous. 
where they say it's time to admit Black Lives Matter hysteria made fools of us all. The headline should probably be something like it's time to admit it. Black Lives Matter hysteria made fools of the fools, it made fools of the dumb hip, the dumb hypocrites, the, the idiots, the, um, you know, gullible morons. That's who it made a fool of. Didn't make a fool of me. I was never made a fool by this. I, I was never fooled by this. I was never on board with this insanity. If you were, then, well, it's time you realize that you might not be the smartest person in the group. You might not be the type of person who should be involved in this sort of stuff. You're, you're not good at it. You don't know what's going on. You shouldn't be advising people or advocating for things that you don't even try to understand. So I wasn't made a fool of. Nobody on InfoWars was made a fool of. Nobody in the distant right was made a fool of. We were called all sorts of horrible names. I mean, we've lost friends and, and you know, had our lives destroyed because of this, uh, but we were never made the fool of. No, that's you, fools. And they talk about all of the foolish, ridiculous, nonsensical, and frankly embarrassing things that happened over 2020. They said for almost a month, mass protests raged all over Britain. Outside Downing Street, a policeman took the knee while on duty. The labor leader and his deputy posed for a photograph in which they solemnly took the knee outside of uh, inside Parliament. Then the England football team started taking the knee too. In fact, they continued to perform this American gesture long after the American sportsmen had stopped. Hence the peculiar uh, peculiar. The strange spectacle before England and USA matched at last year's World Cup, the English team took the knee, but the USA team didn't. So that was a situation where you weren't just embarrassing yourself at home. You were embarrassing yourself on the world stage, and everybody around the world was laughing at you. That is not something you're going to want to go through again. They say all of the above happened in response to a single event, the murder of an African-American man by a white American policeman in the American state of Minnesota, 4,000 miles away. The murder was, of course, appalling. But how come such huge protest against U.S. cops erupted in Britain, too? Hmm, I wonder, maybe because those protests and that manufactured outrage is just one part of a multifaceted genocidal communistic campaign to destroy the entire Western world. And it's being carried out in a unified global fashion because it's being orchestrated by international factions. Maybe maybe it has something to do with that. Maybe it's because those so-called protests against the so-called abuse and murder of black teenagers here in America was nothing of the sort. It was a uh, racial hate mob that was attacking the historically native population of western europe in a just vicious hateful racist uh, mind cancer like maybe that's what it was again you're left with this feeling of like they get they get they were dumb they get they were wrong they're admitting that black lives matter was foolish and stupid but they like can't even get close to the reality they still are just like they have to come up with some sort of other thing where they're like oh this was a this was a consequence this was a reaction to uh global warming this was it was probably climate change that tricked us into supporting black lives matter you want to know why black lives matter made fools of us all it's because the carbon emissions are too high right i mean that's the way these people's minds work it's it's honestly it's dysfunctional And now I'm I'm literally not joking. The the second – the next line in this article is, quote, I think it was a subconscious reaction to lockdown. Something else that we were right and you were wrong about again. So it's just like, oh, the lockdowns that we begged for you not to do uh, actually destroyed people's mentality to the point that they were out 
raging and tearing down statues. They didn't even know who the statue was or why they're tearing it down. So the thing that we were right about, but you ignored us on, caused the mental landscape so that the other thing that we were right about and you were wrong on could happen. I mean, how many times do we have to go through this? Young people, they say, had been confined to their homes for two long months. They'd gone stir-crazy. They were desperate to get out, to be part of a crowd, to feel a sense of community again. And as they burst ferociously out onto the street together, these protests gave them exactly that. Uh, Yeah, 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 that's how it works. When you lock people inside their homes and say you're not allowed to leave unless they're protesting, then they're going to be protesting. You get that that's what happened, that they said you are not allowed to go to the store, you're not allowed to go to the movies, you're not allowed to go visit your friends' houses, but if you want to get together by the tens of thousands on city streets and riot and rage and tear down statues, then that you can do. So people took the opportunity of going outside of their homes for the only reason that the authorities would allow them, which was to riot and protest and speak out for Black Lives Matter. So again, it's just – it's entirely – orchestrate it's entirely their fault it's entirely these people being wrong about everything over and over and over again then they turn around two years later and go gee we were all wrong about this we all got fooled none of us were fooled you didn't have to be fooled either you can be on our side you can stop being a fool it's a choice you're making to be a fool and that's the most embarrassing shameful and ridiculous part of all of this we were all fooled You know what you should do now that you've stopped uh, being fooled? Uh, Arrest all of the people that orchestrated it and fooled everyone. Maybe throw them all in prison forever. We have not had this many of our best-selling products back in stock in years because of supply chain breakdowns and all the rest of the stuff that's going on. And these are game-changing products. Just like our information's game-changing, these products are incredible. And I'm personally glad that these are now back in stock. All three of the InfoWars Platinum flagship products that have been sold out for months are now back in stock, but a very limited run because we only had a budget to get three or 4,000 bottles of each one of these. I think we've got 4,000 bottles of the HGH Max Boost that people love so much. We've got about 4,000 bottles of 1776 Testosterone Boost that just came in. And we've got about 3,000 bottles of Pain MD, incredible natural pain reliever situation. All three of these are back in stock, and they're incredible, and they fund our operation at InfoWarsStore.com. The eugenicists, over 100 years ago, were very public about their plans. They financed major universities. They ran full-page stories and advertisements pushing their propaganda in the New York Times, other major newspapers, that the family as we know it is a bad thing and must be ended. And the first step in that is getting women out of the household and teaching women that cooking dinner and taking care of your sons and daughters and husbands is a bad thing. And I was just sitting here tonight making dinner for my daughter, my four and a half year old daughter. My wife makes dinner a lot of times, but I like to make it as well. I love to make breakfast. And literally, it's the funnest thing on earth to make food for your family and be nurturative and then all sit down together and have that communal event. And that's what the system is attacking and bombarding is our normal biological actions are coming together. They really are sick, evil, scientific cult of filth that want to domesticate us and turn us into lab rats. We cannot let this continue. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video.
ladies and gentlemen. This is the American Journal. I was just looking through, I wish I maybe, maybe I can find it. Uh, I was just <laughs> looking through some stories. It must have been on Daily Mail or something. No, no, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It was, a, it was a silly point anyway. But it was a guy, it was just confusing for a second because I, I thought they had a picture of Alex Jones yelling something. Uh, and then I did like a little double take and I, it was a, I think a, a football, a soccer coach from England yelling something. It was a, some story about a soccer team. The coach just happened to look like Alex Jones and he happened to be yelling like Alex Jones. It just made me think of like what, like where people in, in the modern world find it acceptable to um, have a lot of emotion. Now it's like you see, you see a, you see a, a coach playing a, playing a little game of footy, playing a little ball game, and the, the ball misses the big net, and he's just like, no, no, and there's all these pictures of them just like tearing their hair out and people like weeping and crying, and everybody's just like, yes, he's very passionate about his sport. And it's Alex Jones being like, humanity is being destroyed. They are organizing a depopulation program to kill your children. And people are like, um, calm down, dude. Okay? This isn't a soccer game, all right? There's nothing to get worked up about. Okay? Your team didn't just miss the big penalty kick, all right? That's an appropriate time to show your emotion. When it's the world elite organizing together to deprive us of basic necessities so they can control us, that's uh, – you treat that calmly. We should treat that calmly and uh, deal with it reasonably. Now, if, if you know one of your ball players uh, trips and hurts his toe, then yes, you can scream and yell and get mad and throw things. That's perfectly reasonable. We expect that. But when you're talking about a, a war against humanity, that's we – we don't yell about that, okay? We don't get too upset about that. We treat that like it's just uh, another day at, at the office, okay? It's all very normal. Don't get worked up about that. Get worked up about your football game. It's kind of silly. You should be worked up about this. Everybody should be worked up about this. It's infuriating. All of this is just unbelievably vicious and evil and totalitarian and authoritarian. And these despicable hypocrites are running the world and grinning at you while they rip out your heart. So maybe it's time to get a little bit worked up about these things. But hey, maybe that's just us. Maybe that's just us over here at InfoWars. And of course, you can support us. You can fuel our fury by going to InfoWarsStore.com. Vitamin Mineral Fusion is back in stock and 25% off. The Platinum Standard of Advanced Multivitamin Formulas, it is back in stock after having been out for months. And it's 25% off. InfoWarsStore.com is where you go to support us. And you know what? You might find that you too suddenly have... Uh, the energy to actually interact with this world in an appropriately furious way. <laughs> That's the thing. That's the thing. It's like it's actually kind of like a sign of, of health to be angry when appropriate. It's, it's like when you're when you're unhealthy and weak and tired and just like overwhelmed that somebody does something that you that should annoy you that you should be angry at and you just like don't even have the energy you're just like just okay fine you're just gonna do that I'm like all right i don't even have time i don't even have the energy to fight you like you need energy to fight you need energy to push back against this so you know maybe it is the fact that we're taking the supplements and we actually resonate on a human frequency 
of appropriate anger at the just vicious, despicable overlords that are trying to destroy our entire world. Let's talk about the vicious overlords trying to, and in many cases succeeding to, destroy our entire world. The World Economic Forum 2023 Summit is on right now, and a Croatian MP that we've featured many times, Mislav Kolakui, Kolakui, Mislav Kolakui, put out a video where he does not hold back exposing the World Economic Forum's Great Reset Agenda. Clip number 17, he lays out what they're doing as we speak in some mountain stronghold in Switzerland. Let's watch clip 17. He says this week, a meeting of the so-called World Economic Forum, the world's most dangerous international association, is being held in Davos, Switzerland. The association consists of corporations, billionaires, lobbyists, and politicians elected with their money. And its founder is the notorious Klaus Schwab. There's no greater danger the rule of democracy, law, and the free market than this sect, whose private financial interests are ahead of the interest of humanity. It is the largest networked organization of the world's conspirators, creating all the agendas we have witnessed in the recent decades. Wars, pandemics, and policies of so-called green transitions, which result in the impoverishment and suffering of billions of people around the world, as opposed to the enormous enrichment. Malicious ideas are created there, which are later worked out in detail by the media and politicians they own. This group itself states that the globalized world is best governed by self-selected, multinational corporations, governments, and civil society organizations. Their idea is, we choose ourselves. We do not participate in democratic elections, but we rule. Should anything be added to that? The World Economic Forum is, by definition, the largest creator of corruption in the world. A place where those hundreds of billions of euros meet those who wield political power in countries all over Europe and the world. Every year, dozens of heads of state attend attend Davos to receive orders that they must carry out in the coming period, which they are happy to do because they know that without this sect, their political career would not even exist. Wide Awake Media uh, posted that video on Twitter. So he's exactly right. I mean, what is there to add? I mean, that's none of what he said there was speculation. None of what he said was a conspiracy theory. Once again, we're in this situation where it's just like they're just doing it. We don't have to elaborate on it. We don't have to try to reveal to you what's really happening behind the scenes. It's just happening in front of your face. It's happening on stage. If you're not watching the play, then I guess you could be confused by this. Now, what are some of the things they're planning on at this World Economic Forum Summit 2023? Uh, First of all, first and foremost, of course, is the information war, is how to control 
the information flow, consolidate knowledge itself into the hands of a very few number of co-opted, voluntarily uh, involved people in the World Economic Forum. Clip number 16, the World Economic Forum 2023 Summit, unelected EU technocrat Varar Jorov threatens Elon Musk with sanctions. Let's go to clip number 16 here. After Mr. Musk took over the Twitter with his freedom of speech absolutism, um, we are the protectors of freedom of speech as well. But at the same time, we cannot accept, the, for instance, the, the illegal content online and so on. So uh, our message was clear. We have the rules which, has to, which have to be complied with, and otherwise there will be sanctions. Again, don't you just love the maternalistic tyranny, the authoritarianism couched in the bureaucratic doublespeak? the corporate crypto language. Like the, the translation there, Elon Musk is actually allowing people to speak freely on Twitter, but this unelected nobody, this self-appointed overlord, is just like, yeah, but we make the rules. We make the rules and we will destroy you if you allow people to speak freely. We don't want free speech because if people speak freely, they might speak against us and we'll shut that down immediately. We'll go some more clips from the World Economic Forum uh, on the other side. But I think in the first five minutes of the next segment, or the next uh, hour rather, I'm going to go to a video that is a clip of a documentary from the Epoch Times, and it features friend of the show, Alex Newman, breaking down where all of this got started. Not even got started, but where like this current modern manifestation of the globalist program really hit the ground running in 1991 when the Club of Rome released their document, The First Global Revolution, was to be predicated on so-called climate change. Again, you have to understand that what we're experiencing now is decades in the making. down the other side. My fellow patriots, the trifecta has not been in stock for years. Many of these products have been sold out for years, but we've not had all three of them at once together at InfoWarsStore.com for 40% off. This is your best opportunity at the lowest price to support the broadcast, but more importantly, experience DNA Force Plus, Real Red Pill Plus, and Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula. All three of these products are back in stock right now for a limited time at 40% off. It would take me an hour to tell you about what's in DNA Force Plus or Real Red Pill Plus or Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula. Go to InfoWarsStore.com, read about these products, find out why they're so game-changing, and get yours today. DNA Force Plus, Real Red Pill Plus, Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula, all three back in stock. It's the trifecta sale, 40% off for a limited time at InfoWarsStore.com, and it keeps us on air. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. At some point down the line, the narrative changed to be around climate. What was the narrative prior to that? What was the justification they were giving in order to push 
you know, this kind of more control from the top down. Yeah, immediately preceding climate and environment, actually the Cold War was the pretext for having this incredibly large, incredibly powerful federal government. In fact, you see a very clear break when the Club of Rome met in 1991 as the uh, Soviet state and, and the Eastern European communist states were collapsing. Uh, the Club of Rome, very, very powerful elitists, obviously Mikhail Gorbachev was there, uh, you had many prominent Americans, people like Al Gore, uh, they got together and they came up with this incredible document where they actually said, we need a new justification for this all-powerful state. So the new excuse is going to be because the environment is going to be harmed and because climate is going to hurt us. Wait, what? I could not believe what I just heard. Did world leaders really lay out this globalist plan in plain English in a physical book way back in 1991? I went on Amazon, and there it was. The first global revolution, which states, and I quote, In searching for a common enemy to unite us, we came up with the idea that pollution, the threat of global warming, water shortages, famine, and the like would fit the bill. And therefore, the real enemy is humanity itself. The science is clear. We are getting dangerously close to the point of no return. The science is very clear. This natural world is severely endangered. Code red for humanity. He's not a group of political officials, elected officials. These are the scientists. There is a top-down quality to this policy, which is extremely forceful. And the forcefulness comes from scientism, which is the ideology that we understand the world fully because of science. We have to listen to the science so that we have a better future for tomorrow. This is just ideological BS. And it's also quite dangerous. It's a dangerous way of looking at the world because then it means nothing matters apart from science. Culture doesn't matter, history doesn't matter, religion doesn't matter, social interaction doesn't matter, nothing matters but science. You don't need to be a theologian or philosopher to understand that that's complete nonsense, but also dangerous nonsense. If nothing matters than just science, then what kind of a world do we actually live in? History is truly at a turning point. In times of crisis, the role of governments is more important and more relevant than ever. The World Economic Forum was actually a, a critical part of implementing this UN agenda. Some years ago, they became a strategic partner of the UN in the implementation of Agenda 2030. And then you start looking at the connections between the World Economic Forum and China. Klaus Schwab and Xi Jinping, they're like old buddies. They put out press releases about how much they love each other. So you've got the super capitalists represented by the World Economic Forum. And then on the government side, you have communists. Right? After Agenda 2030 was adopted, the Communist Party in China put out through all their propaganda organs. They said, we played a critical role in this Agenda 2030. You had Javier Solana, the head of NATO, saying this was going to be the next great leap forward. Right? The last great leap forward in China killed millions of people. Why would we want another one of those? That's crazy. 15 to 55 million people were killed as a so result of the national famine during China's super capitalists all coming together and working on this one sustainable development agenda. And uh, that should make us all pause and, and say, well, wait a minute, that doesn't make sense on the surface. What's going on here? China is a powerful example of what can be achieved when national governments make environmental protection a top priority. 
The motivations of those who are pushing this agenda, many of them tend to emulate countries like China, which have abysmal environmental records. This is a country that has massive pollution problems. They don't seem to care about rivers and lakes and streams. There's all sorts of toxins pouring into them. In actuality, I would say their envy of China is more to do with their control over their population and control over politics than it has to do with the environment. In looking at this, it looks like the environment's a tool to achieve power more than it is an end goal of itself to actually protect nature. Yeah, and we'll show you just the sheer hypocrisy on display here. On the other side, as we continue our coverage of what the World Economic Forum has planned for the world. Stay tuned. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. So many of the issues that we have today are all so intricately intertwined. Yet, they're treated as totally disseparate. That's why you need to uh, connect the dots. We'll be joined by Joe Wakili of Connect the Dots a little bit later. It's like you have the, like the Black Lives Matter article that we were reading. They're saying, oh, we were all fooled by Black Lives Matter. And everybody just went crazy because they'd been locked up, right, the lockdown. So you've got the gain-of-function bioweapon research that leads to the outbreak of COVID, that leads to the ill-advised and totally nonsensical lockdown procedures that leads to the mental you know, terror inflicted on people that then – express their rage as it's funneled to different, you know, not the people that caused the situation that is enraging people, but rather towards like white men from the 1800s. Okay, that's fine. And then you've got the Black Lives Matter defund the police program leading to the massive outbreak of you know, crime and the crime rates. Then you have the crime rates being used to justify destroying the Second Amendment and getting rid of guns. I mean, it just goes on and on. Like, all of these things are just so, so tangled. I mean, it really is a tangled web. And so we'll talk a little bit about invasion and the massive orchestrated designed migration genocide taking place. In just a second, but all of that stems from, is encouraged by, funded by, the laws are passed by agents of the World Economic Forum who themselves are blaming the climate crisis that they themselves also help to create and bring about and prevent reasonable, useful, efficient solutions to, partly by outsourcing all of our manufacturing from first world countries in Western Europe and America that actually have environmental standards to China where the owners of these multinational corporations can you know, spend less overhead because you, know, you don't have to pay for trash removal if you just dump it in the river with the dolphins. So that's convenient. You don't have to pay as much on wages if your employees are de facto slaves of a communist system. So that's all very convenient. Again, showing the rank hypocrisy of these people as they actively contribute to the problems that they claim our destruction will solve. And it really is incredible. 
So the World Economic Forum has signaled the next global catastrophe they have planned for us. It's clip number 20. This is the next manufactured crisis event that they will take advantage of to help bring the world to a better place since the Great Reset. Here is uh, the World Economic Forum announcing sort of like they can't help themselves but telling us what they're doing next as it will be a water crisis as we've pointed to and has been an obvious it's been an obvious vulnerability for all of humanity for a while. And if you've watched InfoWars for a while, you know that decades back, we were covering things like Nestle buying up massive amounts of the water rights, the water crisis taking place in the Southwest right now, totally engineered as Saudi Arabians buying up huge tracts of land and using it to grow like rice, you know, so something that just like needs a ton of water and they get priority while the people living in neighborhoods downstream are restricted in their water usage. And of course, the fact that they're going to target the things you most need. They're going to identify the basic necessities of life, which the earth provides in bountiful abundance and restrict, constrict and regulate it so that in order to access it, you have to go through them. Let's go now to clip number 20. Here's the World Economic Forum sending you a very loud signal if you care to listen. That's also, of course, true with COVID, right? We are all only as healthy as our neighbor is on our street, in our city, in our region, in our nation, and globally. And did we solve that? Like, did we actually manage to vaccinate everyone in the world? No. So highlighting water as a global commons and what it means to work together and see it both out of that kind of global commons perspective, but also the self-interest perspective, because it is it does have that parallel. It's not only important, but it's also important because we haven't managed <laughs> to solve those problems, which had similar attributes. And water is something that people understand. You know, climate change is a bit abstract. Some people understand it really well. Some understand it a bit. Some just don't understand it. Water Every kid knows how important it is to have water. When you're playing football and you're thirsty, you need water. So there's also something about really getting citizen engagement around this and really, in some ways, experimenting with this notion of the common good. Can we actually deliver this time in ways that we have failed miserably other times? And hopefully we won't keep failing on the other things, but anyway. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully we won't keep failing on those other things. Uh, we keep doing the same thing over and over. The solutions are not designed to solve anything. That's, that's the real big issue here. And again, we're just, we're just confronted with this like scamocracy, this uh, con man, uh, government by con man. We're just the same con man showing up over and over again, not solving any problems, making a bunch of money, creating other problems, and then coming, you back, coming back to, to charge you for those problems. I mean, you wouldn't hire these people to be, you know, plumbers or handymen at your house, but they're running the world apparently. And there's this gl- just glaring hypocrisy. It's, but it's not hypocrisy. It's not the right word. This is by design. This is deception on the highest level. So it's not totally hypocrisy, but it is sort of a manufactured insanity these people are suffering from. And that is that they are not shy. They do not hesitate to tell us how wonderful China is, to continually celebrate China and China's achievements. Meanwhile, all of their measures that are openly, actively, obviously destroying Western Europe are predicated on climate change, 
while they endlessly praise China, whose track record on pollution and so-called climate change is worse than anybody else combined. Here's a, a little interactive chart for you. Clip number three, China's carbon emissions have surpassed that of the entire developed world combined. So here's carbon emissions over time, if that's the type of thing that you're worried about. Let's watch. So you see uh, USA on top this is all the way back in 1967, 68, 69, 70. Russia increasing a little bit there, a little bit there. There's China in third place. Oh, making a move for second. Now we have China in second place. China and Russia sort of swapping. There's the fall of the communist empire. So Russia falls back down to the 400 level. And there's the skyrocketing of China just around year 2000. It has taken off and is now almost double what America is. And now it is bigger, greater, more carbon emissions than the rest of the developed world combined. And the same people that are doing the most ridiculous things, the most uh, intrusive and authoritarian things in the name of so-called climate change and saving the earth from climate, electric car demands, shutting down pipelines, building, uh, you know, cutting down 16 million trees to build wind farms, cutting down another couple million trees to burn them for fuel so we don't use coal. Uh, just all of the ridiculous nonsense, spraying f silver into the atmosphere to block out the sun, like all of these actual little cutting down trees and just burying them outright. Like these are the plans that they have. This is the retarded suicidal nonsense they're coming up with on the basis of climate change while outsourcing everything to China, while celebrating, building up, giving loans to, moving entire corporate networks to China – while they pollute more than anybody else, if you can't recognize this ridiculous hypocrisy, again, if you even want to call it that, I, I don't know what else to tell you. It's so obvious. Here's the type of thing that they're um, actually doing. Clip number 21, carbon, renew, renew, uh, carbon removal plants. Let's watch. The world's largest carbon removal plant is being built in the U.S., Project Bison in Wyoming is due for completion in 2030. By then, it will remove 5 million tons of CO2 from the atmosphere every year. Yeah, so they're uh, going to insert it into the earth miles underground after using electricity to draw it from the air. It's a, another ridiculous boondoggle that's not going to help anybody. And they could just plant trees. That's the craziest part. The satanic New World Order is betting against humanity. They're betting on our weakness. They believe they can destabilize civilization and bring us down into the ashes of history. But the trap they've laid for us will be their destruction, not ours. If we trust in God and if we are valiant and have courage to speak the truth and not comply and engage in civil disobedience and not join the masses, who have decided that they are the scum of the earth, who have decided that they will join with this soulless corporate system. As for InfoWars, we are going to steadfastly continue to fight in the information war with our weapon, the truth, against the enemies of humanity. And we put our faith, and we put our trust, and we put our destiny in the hands of God. Because it's been said a trillion times, if God be with us, who can be against us? I have been in a 28-year marathon battle with a globalist. I have come from nowhere to the very heights of politics, not just in America, but in the world. 
we are engaging the globalists at point blank range in the information war. But I don't deserve the credit. Yes, I've persevered, but the listeners and viewers who support InfoWars are the real reason you've had the success. We're having now the greatest victories in the fight against the new world order we've ever had. We are now entering the final mile of the marathon. And that's why today it's more important than ever to realize how important you've been in this fight and to continue in the efforts you've been carrying out and to intensify them. God bless you all. I salute you. I thank you. And I beg you to intensify what you're doing now because we are over the target and history is happening. The fight is my fight. It's your fight. It's our fight. God bless you all. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, folks. I told you everything is intertwined, and of course, the World Economic Forum, they are announcing, they're signaling that water will be the next great vulnerability they'll be exploiting for the American people and, and really the people around the world. Like, I'm not joking. And you heard that lady in the from the World Economic Forum really make the same parallel that I was making where I'd always say, like, if you thought I'm sick because you're not vaccinated was bad, wait till I'm starving because you have food. It's going to get real bad real fast. And she even kind of made a, a similar statement at the World Economic Forum. And again, they, like... Do you think people don't know that the vaccine didn't work? Really? No, they knew, they knew it was work. They still feel like they failed because they wanted everybody to get the vaccine. Like the way that she says it. In fact, let's go back to that video. If we can start this video over and just, just the very first few sentences, just think about how she's phrasing this and what exactly she's saying. Uh, let's play this uh, woman from the World Economic Forum right now. That's also, of course, true with COVID, right? We are all only as healthy as our neighbor is on our street and our city and mm-hmm. our region and our nation and globally. And did we solve that? Like, did we actually manage to vaccinate everyone in the world? No. That's, that's it so right there. So let's pause, let's pause right there. Did we solve that? Meaning, did we actually vaccinate everyone in the world? That was her definition of solving COVID. In other words, COVID wasn't actually a problem to be solved. COVID was a reason to vaccinate everyone in the world, which was their actual goal. COVID wasn't solved at all by the vaccine, even a little bit. If COVID has been solved, if in other words, it's not the threat that it once was, it has nothing to do with the vaccines. It's because of natural immunity. It's because of a million other different things. But it's just very telling the way these people say things. Did we solve COVID? As in, did we get everybody in the world vaccinated? No. And it's like, well, Okay, your definition of solving COVID is vaccinating everybody. That was your ultimate point. And then, you know, this whole thing of it's not about you being healthy. You're only as healthy as your neighbor and your city and your world. In other words, submerge your own individuality into the world collective. And even if you're healthy, you're not really healthy because somebody somewhere else is unhealthy. So now you have to suffer uh, until they're healthy. Like it just makes no sense. It's this collectivist communistic nonsense that – rattles around the empty cranial uh, pockets where their brains should be. Now, all of this, the the climate nonsense, the food crisis, all of it contributes to the migration crisis, which is really one of their main platforms, one of their main methods of attack. 
Their goal is total control. Their goal is world government. In order to achieve this, they're systematically eliminating the people that would stand up against them, resist them in some way, speak out against them in some way. That's why they're so interested in censorship because you don't have to actually silence the person. If you can have control of the platforms on which those people would speak, then you can silence them that way. So they they need the information to be controlled by them completely, and nobody's speaking out against – so nobody can speak out against what they're they're doing as they uh, systematically gain control. And they're also systematically eliminating either by arresting them on falsified charges of domestic terrorism or by uh, just using these these international cooperative agreements uh, such as the one used to ban – uh, why am I blinking on his name? I keep wanting to say David Irving, but that's a different guy. <laughs> oh my God. Who is the guy from Band.Video? Uh, he talks about reptilians. David Icke. They've, they've banned David Icke from basically all of the EU. Why? Because he's a, a dangerous conspiracy theorist? No, because he's standing up against them. So they, they need censorship to silence the opposition. They opposition that they can't silence they have to destroy and really as you're working with global populations they are targeting for destruction that population which created and still harbors the instinct and the theology and the civilizational backbone of free speech freedom liberty individuality western europe right the christian west uh, is that bulwark against their control that's what they're trying to destroy through their mass immigration program and they admit this i mean they brag about it. it's not exactly a, a secret they are doing it and it is really simply a matter of whether or not you think what they're doing is good whether you can talk about this or not right so if you say uh, white people are going to be a minority in this country and that's a good thing because we're going to bring in a bunch of brown people and just dilute the white people out of existence. It'll be wonderful. There'll be a minority in no time. Uh, then you're good. You're wonderful. You're actually Joe Biden, president of the United States. If you say, hey, there's a replacement migration program going on where they are systematically and purposefully making minorities out of white people, then you are a great replacement conspiracy theorist, dangerous Nazi, and you must be silenced. So I'm saying the same thing. It's just whether you approve of it or not. Now, the way they're carrying this out is through uh, you know, organized, systematic mass migration of millions of people carried out and funded by places like the UN. And congratulations to the UN for just appointing Amy E. Pope for the UN Migration Director General position. Jake Sullivan, angel of death, a creepy, warmongering psychopath, says, Congratulations, Amy E. Pope, on becoming UN's Migration Director General. We look forward to working together to protect the safety and dignity of all migrants and to build opportunities for responsible and humane migration management. Amy Pope says, At a time where hashtag climate change, conflict, and inequality are prevalent, migration shouldn't be seen as a problem, but an opportunity for growth, diversity, and stronger societies. Our collective strength lies in our unity. We'll create a better world for all together. Now, just looking into Amy Pope here during the break, some interesting things. She was previously the senior advisor on migration to U.S. President Biden and served as the deputy homeland security advisor to President Obama. So one of the key people responsible for the migrant crisis that is now actively, as we speak, destroying the United States. She has now been appointed to 
the position in UN overseeing this major program. And you can see if you go to the state.gov biography of her, they, of course, use the dog whistle code words like stakeholder in order to signal their cooperative involvement in the Great Reset World Economic Program stakeholder capitalist agenda. And so this is uh, – and I, I want to make something very clear, and we're going to go – we're going to talk to – uh, Joe uh, Wakili from the uh, Connect Those Dots podcast here on the other side. So we'll return in the third hour to the immigration conversation as there was a spat between Elon Musk and the government of Germany over their involvement in the invasion of um, Italy. But I want to make something clear to anybody who hasn't spent time thinking about this. Immigration as a concept, immigration as a thing only exists and has only ever existed in Western Europe. Just want you to think about that for a little bit. Nowhere in Asia, nowhere in South America, nowhere in Africa is there such a thing as immigration. That might sound crazy. Just think about it. Think about it. Because immigration is the willing acceptance of foreigners into your country as full-fledged citizens. Nowhere outside of Western Europe does this exist. Not in the Middle East. Not in Asia, not in the Arctic, not in the Antarctic. It doesn't exist anywhere except for Western Europe because it is a attack against Western Europe. We'll pick that up in the third hour. We'll be joined by Connect Those Dots on the other side. We have not had this many of our best-selling products back in stock in years because of supply chain breakdowns and all the rest of the stuff that's gone on. And these are game-changing products. It's like our information's game-changing. These products are incredible. And I'm personally glad that these are now back in stock. All three of the InfoWars Platinum flagship products that have been sold out for months are now back in stock, but a very limited run because we only had a budget to get three or 4,000 bottles of each one of these. I think we've got 4,000 bottles of the HGH Max Boost that people love so much. We've got about 4,000 bottles of 1776 Testosterone Boost that just came in. And we've got about 3,000 bottles of Pain MD, incredible natural pain reliever situation all three of these are back in stock and they're incredible and they fund our operation at infowarsstore.com infowars.com is tomorrow's news today it's the american journal with your host Harrison Smith. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the American Journal coming to you live from Austin, Texas. I am joined, very happy to be joined by my guest, Joe Wakili. He is the host of the Connect Those Dots podcast. You can find Connect Those Dots on Rumble at Connect Those Dots. On Instagram, it's underscore Connect Those Dots underscore. And on Twitter, it's at Connect Those, where you can connect with Connect the Dots. And very happy to welcome the host of Connect the Dots, Joe Wakili. Welcome to the show, sir. Harrison! What's up, Harrison, yo? I'm so happy to be on the air with you, man. It's great to be here on InfoWars. It's like such a full circle thing, bro. It's it's a beautiful thing right now. Well, let's let's talk about that because uh, well, I was I was looking for guests, and uh, Chase Geyser, uh, guest host here at InfoWars, said, dude, you got to have this guy, Joe, from Connect the Dots on. He's hilarious. Like, he was bro, just singing your praises. Not- I 
I recognized that name, but I wasn't sure where I'd heard it before. And you were just telling me uh, when we just connected now, you'd actually called in, what was it, a year ago? Yeah, dude, it was like a little uh, over a year ago. I remember it was in July because uh, I called to because there was a lot going on in the world. Obviously, uh, they were still like pushing the vaccine mandates. And obviously, they still are again with their new shots. Yeah, new pandemic, new shot. And um, so I called you to tell you about my experience because I, I know that a lot of people go through the same sort of thing that I went through. And I, I, I called you to telling you that the media company that I worked for, I'll say their name on air, Sirius XM, and uh, they wanted me to take this jab. And uh, I remember when all the murmurs about the vaccine mandates were happening and in the corporate and in the little our little Zoom meetings, our little communal Zoom meetings in the department. And uh, I carved out some time to talk to my uh, my manager, my, my department manager. And I was like, hey, so when these vaccine mandates happen, am, am, am I going to have to get this thing? It's, 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 I really don't want to get it. It's against my religion. Uh, there's a lot of stuff I'm looking into that, that doesn't really jive with me. And then she cut me off and she was like, will you be shunned? Will you be excommunicated from the company, Joe? Of course not. We would never do such a thing. Uh -huh. And then when push came to shove, that's exactly what happened. And, mm -hmm. um, it, it, I got a religious exemption. Um, I, 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 through listening to the American Journal, I got my religious exemption because a, a caller called in about his church, Jesus Christ's Holy Temple. And I looked into it and I, I joined Jesus Christ's Holy Temple. Shout out Jesus Christ's Holy Temple. Okay. Awesome. And I got my religious exemption through them. And uh, it was the most beautiful religious exemption, Harrison. The most beautiful, <laughs> the most beautiful immaculate religious exemption you could imagine. It had everything: biblical sources, legal sources, um, historical sources. And so, of course, this rights. this this thorough exception, Sirius XM said, "Well, clearly, you know what you're doing here. You are exempted, right?" I mean, they were very gracious with that, right? Oh, you, you would you would think so, but no, a a, a faceless woman. In uh, Atlanta, who I never met, uh, who works for the HR and is sort of a head muckety-muck over there, uh, was the sole arbiter of whether my religious exemption was legitimate or not. Person I never met before. And that's how they do it through these corporations because they don't – when when my manager told me, Joe, you won't be shunned. You won't be excommunicado. It will be all good for you. It's hard for – because they're just following orders, right? So it's hard for them to – I've made a relationship with them. It's hard for them to say, Joe, you're not going to be able to work with us anymore. So they get the faceless HR woman that you've never met before to be that sort of robotic mm -hmm. stamp of uh, you're 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 done here. Yep. So and I, I didn't let them fire me, Harrison. I, I, I quit myself, actually. I mean, now kind of looking back on it, maybe I should have let them fire me. But whatever, man, it was creeping me out. Yeah. Well, it's it's just not a good position to be in. But yeah, I mean that's that's sort of the attitude, that's the mood and and the method of the entire new world government. It'll be like trying to get like a phone bill fixed and just endlessly sitting on hold with people that don't know you and don't like you and don't care and don't need your business. Like that's going to be just us dealing with the authorities from now on. So so what happened? You you uh, quit from SiriusXM. You were forced out because of the vaccine mandate. Uh, and so did you just dedicate yourself to connect those dots? Like you dedicate yourself to becoming a podcaster or how'd you get um, involved in, in this realm? 
So I was while I was working at Sirius, I almost felt like a double agent because I was listening to Infowars. And this is when everything was happening because I used to be a big Howard Stern guy, mm-hmm. big Howard Stern listener. Uh, it was very nostalgic for me. I used to grow up uh, uh, in my dad's car as a little kid listening to the Howard Stern show. I'd be like, oh, my God, this is so cool. This is so fun. I would love to work at a place like this. So I really pursued communications and uh, I, I ultimately wanted to work at Sirius XM, you know, funny enough it would thought it was my dream job mm. and um I, I worked for the heavy metal and uh hard rock division right so heavy metal and hard rock it's all about anti-establishment it's all about not you know rage against the machine of course rage the machine rage against the machine is now a uh, rage on behalf of the machine right but i was always like dude like this is not metal and all the people that I worked with in the in the metal department at Sirius are like, dude, just get the vaccine, bro. Just giving the government overreach, bro. Just bow down to the medical corporate combine, bro. We're so metal. Like, dude, you're not metal. Like, so um, as I'm getting red pilled, as I'm listening to Howard Stern become more and more of a shill. And I'm like, this dude is completely compromised. I knew he was completely compromised when he didn't say anything about the BLM riots. That's when I knew I'm like, you know what? Something's going on here because I always knew he was very pro cop and even pro second amendment for a very long time. So I'm like, this dude is switching up on me. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to listen to Alex Jones. I always listen to Alex Jones on Joe Rogan. He's always one of the fun, like, and what he's, he's so funny and entertaining, but what he says is always real. Mm. And my boy, Kramer, shout out Kramer, I know you're watching, he would always say, Joe, just listen to Alex, like, just give him a chance, like, he's gonna, you're gonna have an epiphany. And I listen to Alex, and I'm like, dude, he is saying everything that I'm thinking. So, through listening to InfoWars, and through gaining all of the skills that I got at Sirius, voiceover, uh, audio editing, uh, mixing, what have you, I was like, I got to make a podcast. I, I I was talking my mom's ear off all day. Mom, do you, <laughs> right. see what they're, do you see they're trying to vaccinate us with mRNA technology? This, that, and that. She's like, why are you just talking to a microphone? And here I am, man. We're, t- we're doing it, talking into the microphone. I used to do just an audio podcast only on Spotify. But Harrison, you inspired me. I want to really kiss your ass here a little bit. Because one day you were talking. You were like, just get active. Get involved. Um, you can download DaVinci Resolve for free and make videos and make uh, vi- video editing. And I'm like, DaVinci Resolve, I never heard of this. You know, I, I used to use Premiere Pro, but I don't really want to pay for it. Yada, yada. DaVinci Resolve, it's free. Now I do video podcasts and Connect Those Dots has really been blowing up ever since I started doing video podcasts. That is amazing. I Honestly, that makes me so happy to hear it. It's, it's cliche, but we always do say it where it's like if just one person listens to what we're saying, like that can be enough to – you know, cause really a, a domino effect and like who knows how many people you're going to inspire who stumble on you and are suddenly listening and then, you know, make their own podcast. I mean, it really can spread like wildfire. That's why I wanted to, to have you on because it really is just like the embodiment of what we talk about every day here on InfoWars. You can use this information, you can embody this information, and you can go out and make something of your own. If people want to follow your video podcast, it's Rumble, connect those dots, all one word. And how often uh, is your, does your uh, podcast air? So I do one. Uh, I I put I record every week and I do one every Sunday. But I think things are starting to ramp up, so I might be increasing that clip. But yeah, man, I'm starting to have big guests. Um, I had Matt Baker on last oh, week. Awesome. I had Shay Dyer on a, a few weeks ago. Um, 
I had Clay Clark on a few weeks ago, and uh, when I started doing my Yuval Harari impression, Clay Clark was like, oh, my God, you're coming to Reawaken America Tour. You're going to be on the stage. You're going to be talking about Yuval Harari. It's going to be happening. Johnfreeamerica.com, Euphrates River. You know what I mean? And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, dude, we're going to go do it. And, like, since Clay Clark brought me to Reawaken America, it's, like, really been a – an awakening, an, an upgrade, a super saiyan, you know, man. Ah! <laughs> uh, that is, is that's awesome. Show. All right, well, we'll, well we're going to talk trash about uh, Yuval Noah Harari on the other side with my guest, Joe Wakili. Rumble, connect those dots, Instagram, underscore, connect those dots, underscore, on Twitter, at connect those. We're just getting started. We'll be back on the other side to really mock the heck off of these New World Order transhumanist scumbags. Stay with us. Our world is so full of hype. We are force-fed dehumanizing propaganda by the corporate media, by the controlled churches and the universities. Why is this the case? Because we innately, by God, have been given the keys to our own minds, our own psyches, our own souls. And by connecting to God, we can empower ourselves and transcend the, quote, fallen or sinful state. So the chemicals that we ingest and, and all the things that we try to bring into our bodies to, to, to change who we are are only lowering us. They're only making us more depressed. In the end, they're only making us less fulfilled. It is only by going within and really making that connection to God that we can truly empower ourselves. That's why the globalists bombard us with toxins and chemicals to block us getting the normal vitamins and minerals and trace elements. Our bodies need to be healthy and to be able to basically reach out beyond the third dimension. And that's where the incredible products come in at InfoWarsStore.com. We have not had this many of our best-selling products back in stock in years because of supply chain breakdowns and all the rest of the stuff that's going on. And these are game-changing products. It's like our information's game-changing. These products are incredible. And I'm personally glad that these are now back in stock. All three of the InfoWars Platinum flagship products that have been sold out for months are now back in stock, but a very limited run because we only had a budget to get three or 4,000 bottles of each one of these. I think we've got 4,000 bottles of the HGH Max Boost that people love so much. We've got about 4,000 bottles of 1776 testosterone boost that just came in. And we've got about 3,000 bottles of Pain MD, incredible natural pain reliever situation. All three of these are back in stock and they're incredible and they fund our operation at InfoWarsStore.com. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the American Journal. I'm your host, Harrison Smith, joined by my guest, Joe Wakili. I feel like I'm feeding off your energy, Joe. You're, you're, you're fired up, and it's firing me up. He hosts Connect Those Dots. It's a podcast. You can find it on Rumble, Connect Those Dots, on Twitter at Connect Those. And uh, why the name Connect the Dots? Because obviously it's a, it's a cliche thing, right? We're connecting the dots, but that's really what it's all about. Uh, connect Those Dots, yeah. I, uh, 
I always liken it to, you know, people, we can see the stars. Everybody can look up, you can see the stars, but until you draw that constellation, you don't know what the heck's going on. So people, they get what's going, they get climate change is a thing, they get Black Lives Matter is a thing, they get the Ukraine war is a thing, but until you draw these together to create the, the vision of the one world government that they're using these things to create, you're really, you're not that informed, are you? Exactly, Harrison, dude, uh, because there's there's so many psyops that they throw at you at such a so many like nets of of like mind capture nets, whether mm. it's the BLM stuff, whether it's the covid stuff, mask, vaccines, climate change, uh, trans uh, LGBTQ AI plus, uh, you know, all that stuff like it's all these different nets of psyops. And like, let's say you can dodge one. But then they got another one ready to get you. Mm. And then you can do- let's say you can dodge multiple of them. But then like, oh, I, you know, I stand with Ukraine, you know, uh, uh, Ukraine, small country, Russia, big country, as uh, Kamala Harris says, you know. So there's so many of these different psyops that they got to get you with. And m- more people are more psyop than others. But then there's a lot of people that can see through a lot of stuff. And I experience these people like on a day to day basis, you know, like, oh, Joe Biden's a puppet. Uh, how do you have this geriatric guy in the in the office? Oh, but, you know, uh, what they're doing with it, what they did to that George Floyd guy was really bad. You know what I mean? Like, so <laughs> right. they, so there's all these things, dude. And what I call it connect those dots. I was going to call it connect the dots, but connect the dots was like taken by like 400 other podcasts. So right. like just to differentiate myself, ooh, how creative connect those dots. But, you know, sp- specifying the dots that we're actually talking about. And when you see all of these dots in the constellation, when you see them all and you connect them you see they all lead to the same end game right. and that end game is is ultimately depopulation really right. when when you look at the trans agenda when you look at the bill gates says if we do a really good job with new vaccines we can get the population closer to zero yeah you know like so it's all like about population all the time and when you see these people at the wef that you you were just playing the clips of of the wef they're obsessed with talking about population control and they giggle and snicker and it's all fun and games, man. It's like, why don't you lead by example? Why don't you show us how it's done? Yeah. Why don't you kill yourself? I think that's I think that's a great idea. You have no right to, to limit my life, but you have one life that you are sovereign over. Do with it what you will. Uh, but you're right. It's it's complete. And again, it's not hypocrisy, is it? This is something I keep struggling with because it's not hypocrisy. It's deception, right? It's something beyond hypocrisy. It's just pure, unrepentant evil. Is there a better word than hypocrisy? Because I feel like it falls short these days. Hypocrisy definitely falls short because it's not hypocrisy. Like I I remember you explaining, um, if if I smoke cigarettes and then I tell you not to smoke cigarettes because it's bad for you, I'm a hypocrite. But I'm still looking out for you because I have your, you know, your, your the best intentions for you. These people are just open, like deceivers, connivers, liars. And I, I don't know if they believe their own BS at this point. But w- when you hear Jane Goodall go up there, and she's, I'm Jane Goodall and I want the best thing for the world. And the only thing that's going to make the world better is if we reduce the population. Like, what are you talking about, man? It's I don't know what to describe it. I don't know if a word has even been invented for it. I think it's just demonic, satanic, Luciferian, uh, slithering, conniving, slithering. 
Yeah, yeah, that, that's a good, that's a great, slithering is a great word for these people, especially, I know you do a great impression, or you mentioned earlier of uh, Yuval Noah Harari, and he seems to be the most upfront about this, right? He, and it is this, like, it's almost, it would be better if they were just the classic, like, Hollywood Nazis, where they're just like, we will depopulate, untermensch will be our slaves. Like, it would almost be better and easier to take if that was the case. It's this, like, intellectual, condescending yeah. kind of attitude they have that infuriates me, because you hear what they're saying, and they're sitting there going, we will control everything, and you will own nothing, and you will be made happy with drugs in a digital prison. You're welcome. And it's just, it's it's infuriating these people. <laughs> Dude, I swear though, but like like you just said, Yuval Harari and Klaus Schwab actually sound like Saturday morning cartoon villains like from the <laughs> Legion of <laughs> Now back at the Legion of Doom, we have Yuval Noah Harari. Hello all of you stupid little hackable animals. COVID is making surveillance go under your skin. Yes. Like, I mean, the words surveillance under the skin. Mm. I have never imagined those three words or, or four words in succession like that. But he says it all the time. Every time you see him on podcast. And, and, uh, surveillance under the skin. We want to stop this epidemic. We need to know what's happening under your skin. How many, how many times did you go to the bathroom? How many steaks did you eat? We don't want you eating any meat, but we want to have surveillance under your skin. Did I mention we want to have that all the time? And you know what? Like like the Nazis, he says it. He's like, the, the KGB couldn't do it. The Stasi couldn't do it. The Nazis couldn't do it. But now we have the real power to have full biometric surveillance, especially surveillance under the skin. And you know what's so funny? When I had Jay Dyer on. We were looking for this clip of Yuval Harari. I can't find it anywhere. I think they scrubbed it. I think I heard it on Alex where he's like, when people will not be able to procreate anymore, when everybody will be sterilized, we will not even need people to procreate. It will be just like Brave New World and we will have the... Uh, cloning farms. We already have the cloning farm somewhere in Africa. I cannot what? find this clip anywhere. He literally says this. He literally says it already. I I have seen a lot of clips of you all. I have never seen that one. I will be. I would be interested to see that. Uh, we'll we'll have to try to f find that one. Because and is it the Brave New World? I mean, I call it the dystopian smorgasbord. Right? It's like we've got aspects of Brave New World. We've got aspects of 1984. But Brave New World to me, that is the blueprint. Like it's this. It's enslaving you through pleasure and and the whole theory behind it was by minimizing desire and the fulfillment of that desire and when you do that and you especially if you can then sort of uh manufacture the desire so it fits the fulfillment that you're ready to provide uh then that's it, it like it's over and I, I guess people read brave new world and think like wouldn't this be a fun place to live no spirit no humanity no connection with human beings uh, but you get to have orgies so let's do it like what is wrong with these people man dude i don't know man and like it go it all goes back to that because all of those uh sci-fi dystopian writers like like aldous huxley you know aldous huxley his brother was julian huxley star of the world eugenics society so these guys were tapped in to the whole bigger sort of uh through line and end game plan and yeah, like you're showing the the clip the clip right here of Brave New World. They they do a really good adaptation on um Amazon if you if you actually want to watch it. Like it's pretty good. And 
the whole concept of family and mother and father, it's mm. a foreign concept. It's like an illegal concept. Oh, you were a monogamous, huh? We got to, you know, your, your social credit score is going to go down. And it, it go, it's all of these, like you said, it's the dystopian smorgasbord. It's all these different little aspects sort of fused into one. We take all of the dystopian ideas and we so fusion into one. So we have the crisis on top of all of the other crises. Right. And, and to, to, you know, the, the final touch of hypocrisy is that they say, you will own nothing and you will have no privacy. But if you try to get into our meetings where we're planning this, we will arrest you. We have absolute privacy for ourselves. You cannot know anything about us or where we're going or what we're doing, but we will have surveillance under your skin. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> it's so outrageous. And I mean, I'm, I'm so glad more people are waking up to this. I'm glad you're doing your part more than, uh, you know, other people, but everybody has this capability to do this. You can go out and create a podcast. You can spread awareness about this. You can put your knowledge into action and be an info warrior in, in the realest sense as you truly are. It's David, uh, I'm sorry, it's Joe Wakili. He's the host of Connect Those Dots podcast on Rumble, Connect Those Dots, Instagram underscore Connect Those Dots underscore on Twitter at Connect Those. Thank you so much for being with us. I'm so glad that we've played some small part in inspiring Connect to those dots and I, I can't wait to see where you where you go in the future i think you have uh, a, a a lot of uh, influence still to come thanks uh, so much for joining us god bless you harrison and uh make sure you go to infowarsstore.com i'm gonna take it right now vaso bitch he's, he's doing a dropper of vaso beats as we speak vaso beats you can get on the wait list at infowarsstore.com hold on the vaso beats gave you a robot oh. voice we might be losing connection. All right, we, we lose we lose connection here at the uh, at the the end of the interview. But thank you so much, uh, Joe Wakili, for coming on. Connect those dots. You can support us, and I hope you do by going to InfoWarsStore.com. Vitamin Vitamin Mineral Fusion. It's back in stock. Back in stock and twenty five percent off. I know Joe ordered some of that yesterday. He told me during the break. Infowars is a one of a kind operation, and so please go to Infowars Store and just make a donation. And you can make it one time or recurring. You have a little profile there. Cancel any time. Every 15 days, every month, every three months, every six months, up to nine months, you can go in and every month or every week, whenever you want, you program it. You just click it, and then you decide when you want to make a donation. So please do that as well. That way we get 95% of it after credit card fees. Then I make it 20, 30, 40% like we do on the products. But these really are amazing products. The big July 4th sale is going on right now. This is such a critical platform in the fight against the New World Order. The enemy's out in the open. We're vindicated. People are listing more than ever. But in this major recession going into depression and with supply chain breakdowns, I know it's hard. I know times are tough. So thank you for your support. But whatever you do, pray for the broadcast and share the articles and the videos. That you can do for free. And that's just as important as keeping us on air. So however God leads you in your heart to support us, please support us now. And I thank you from the bottom of my heart. God bless you.